Hello all and welcome all to a NFL DFS Today podcast. I'm your host, Mike LaFemina, and we are coming at you with a holiday edition of the podcast. Um, gonna switch up the format a little bit. Normally we record this on a Friday night and go over some cash game options and some tournament options. Um, but this week, not going to be able to get to the written DFS delivery. So I'm going to kind of run this through as a DFS delivery just in podcast form. If you haven't read any of the DFS deliveries before, I will touch on my favorite GPP stack. Um, and basically, I'll be giving my favorite cash game option for each position, do a few value plays as well. Um, and then, you know, as we'll, we'll mix in some GPP plays as well. I know I said we'll give my favorite stack, um, but I'll, I'll mix in some GPP plays as well. This is going to be for the main slate, the nine game main slate on Sunday, um, and then we will also, at the end of the show, just do a quick hitter on the three-game slate that is the Christmas Day slate. Jumping right into things, as mentioned, there is only a nine-game slate. We have the two Saturday games. We have the Thursday night football game. We have the Sunday night football game. And we have three on Christmas Day, Monday. Um, so, taking a look at everything, we're going to start off with the quarterback position. Four cash games. There is really only one play in my mind, and that's Justin Fields at 7,100. Much too cheap given the matchup at home against Arizona. Fields has been pretty solid since coming back uh, from that injury a few weeks ago. We have seen the Cardinals get shredded pretty good in recent performances. performances. Um, so that, I, I mean, 7,100, there's, considering who else is available to us on this slate, right? There's no Patrick Mahomes. There's no uh, Jalen Hurts. There's no Josh Allen. There's no... Um, who else? That's probably it of, like, the main guys, right? Um, Dak's probably a little too expensive given the matchup. Two is probably a little too expensive given the matchup. So that leaves us with Fields at 7,100, and that's just far too cheap. Um, you know, it's it's been a mixed bag, right? Near 24 DraftKings points, 12.5, 24.7, and 11.6 in the four weeks since Fields has been back. Um, but 
Goff going to Minnesota, just below him at 6,900 is no thank you. Trevor Lawrence, with all that he's got going on, uh, you know, he'd be more in consideration if I had any confidence in his ankle, in it's you know, I know he's cleared from concussion protocol, and yeah, I, you know, I just, this year Trevor Lawrence has just not been consistent enough fantasy-wise to even though he was he was starting to heat up, right, 32 against Tennessee back in week 11, 28 against Houston the week after that, 25 against Cincinnati in week 13. Um, managed to get up to 20 against Cleveland a couple weeks ago, only 16 last week against Baltimore. You know, it's a good matchup at Tampa Bay. It's probably more of a tournament play for me. I will take the safety of Justin Fields at well, the much better matchup at home against Arizona for only five hundred more dollars. Um, other guys you could consider, um, really not not that many. Like if you if you were dead set on spending downs, I could be talked into Nick Mullins, I suppose, at fifty three hundred. At home against Detroit. I know Detroit looked a lot better last time we saw them, but their defense still has a lot of question marks. Um, Gino gets a good matchup against Tennessee. He's only 5,800, but eh, because other than that, you're starting to talk about Joe Flacco at 5,500. Uh, Heineke or Simeon in the high 4,000s, right? Like, we're not really interested in that. Baker at 6,000, maybe. But, like, none of those guys are cash game plays. If you want to throw them up in some tournaments, go for it. But, as I mentioned, the clear-cut quarterback for cash games for me is Justin Fields. Moving on to the running back position. I think this is a Jonathan Taylor spot at 7,200 going against Atlanta. Uh, We get the return of Jonathan Taylor and the exit of Zach Moss. Um, And Atlanta, while has been pretty good against the run this year, I just... Um, with no Michael Pittman, who has also been ruled out, I could see them leading a little more heavy in the rushing attack. Maybe JT getting a few looks through the air as well. Um, the price is pretty good at $7,200. So Jonathan Taylor is a very appealing cash game play to me. It would probably be... The main priority at running back. Uh, if you wanted to go with the extra 200 and go to Rashad White for 7,400, I mean he's <laughs> what it's. This is the world we're living in. It's week 16, and we have Rashad White as the most expensive running back as on the main slate here on Sunday. Uh, I'm I'd be very okay with that. Uh, his role has just been electric. 
especially through the air. We're not counting on rushing efficiency from Rashad White. Um, He scored over 20 DraftKings points in back-to-back weeks. He hasn't had less than 15 or 16 DraftKings points since, looking at it right now, since week six. So that's a remarkable floor. Tapping into a little bit of ceiling, Rashad White makes a ton of sense to me at $7,400. Some spend down options that I think you could consider would be Chuba Hubbard at $5,700. Ty Chandler at $5,600. Detroit has been really good against the run this year, um, but we we do have... uh, uh, what's his name? Kevin O'Connor, O'Connell coming out and saying that Ty Chandler is going to be the the guy in the backfield for Minnesota. Uh, he had a bit of a coming out party last week against the Bengals, granted against a much weaker run defense. But I think Ty Chandler, given his price and potential role at fifty six hundred dollars on DraftKings, makes for an intriguing option. Uh, I mentioned Chuba Hubbard going against Green Bay, who is pretty meh against the run and opposing running backs in general, ranking 24th in the league in opposing fantasy points to the running back and has really usurped Miles Sanders out of that main uh work uh, backfield role for the Carolina Panthers. Devin Singletary is fairly interesting in the mid 5Ks as well as Jerome Ford, but those are probably more GPP plays. Uh, Kenneth Walker gets a pretty tough matchup. Aaron Jones at 6,400 is certainly worth some consideration in the mid-tier. Uh, but really, for me, as far as a cash game goes, it's probably would just be Ty Chandler and either Taylor or White and moving on with my day. Moving on to wide receiver, Justin Jefferson sticks out like a sore thumb uh, at only $8,100 going against this Minnesota defense or excuse me, he plays for Minnesota, going against this Detroit defense, which has been getting shredded through the air quite a bit as late as of late. Justin Jefferson, while it was Addison who scored the touchdowns last week, Jefferson still led the team in targets with 10. The role is still there no matter who the quarterback is. Nick Mullins is not afraid to push the ball down the field. Um you know, still 784 day for Justin Jefferson last week. And at only $8,100, that can certainly get the job done. And we know the ceiling is absolutely there for Justin Jefferson. Um, if you wanted to dabble with CeeDee Lamb at 9200 I don't think that's a terrible idea. There's not 
a whole lot to quote unquote spend up on. So you gotta you gotta pay up for somebody, I would think. Um, there is an argument to be going the balanced route this week, but you know, I I feel much more better about my lineup if I have a Tyreek Hill or a CeeDee Lamb in it. Uh, Justin Jefferson certainly qualifies as that, but at 8,100, you know. Um, so I don't think you could go wrong with C.D. Lamb, especially considering this should be a nice bounce-back spot for the Cowboys. Calvin, if moving down to, like, the mid-tier, D.J. Moore is certainly interesting at 6,900, especially pairing with Justin Fields. Um Calvin Ridley is pretty interesting at $6,300. They're going to be without Christian Kirk. Uh, Zay Jones has been ruled out. So, you know, if this was ever going to be the time for Ridley to to show up, I know he has. He's shown flashes this year. It's just really, we got the news that Lawrence is in. It's an elite matchup going against Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm really intrigued by Calvin Ridley at 6,300. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. As far as a value play, Dontavian Wicks at 4,300 with Christian Watson and Luke Musgrave out. Uh, we still are unclear about whether Jaden Reed will give it a go. I'm going to look that up. Real quick, last I saw, there was not a official word, just questionable still, right? Okay. Um, didn't practice this week, so very iffy whether, I mean, it's just even more of a smash play if Jaden Reed is out. But regardless, Dontavian Wicks at 4,300 makes a lot of sense, gets the great matchup against Carolina. Um, and has proven to be a producer when given the opportunity. Wicks has um, you know, been able to put up 15.7 points last week on seven or six for 97 on seven targets. Um, hovering around the double digit mark really since week nine. Uh, no week lower than seven DraftKings points, and for for that price and that matchup, it's just in the role that he is projected to get given the injuries to Carolina. It is an easy click in cash games for me. Others you could consider, you might want to consider Garrett Wilson at 5,800. I know it's a jet in a passing game attack, but, you know, Simeon, he's competent, I think. He's competent, um, and he gets a great, it's great, great, great matchup against Washington. And he's below 6,000. If, like, I never in my dreams, even with, Zach, the was Zach Wilson experience would have ever thought we could get someone the caliber of Garrett Wilson for under six thousand dollars on DraftKings. So that's certainly somebody to consider. Tight end, you know I'm going to recommend my boy Trey McBride. He has been awesome. He gets a great matchup against 
the Bears, who are 30th in the league in opposing tight end fantasy points. It's uh, He just continues to be one of the best tight ends in the league ever since getting the the starting nod over uh, Zach Ertz. He put up 10-102 against San Francisco last week. He's only 5.7 thousand. Uh, it's just I don't see a way to feed it. You know, I would really prefer to spend down at tight end, but DraftKings, to their credit, has been pricing guys up as the year has gone on. They've adjusted. And gone are the days of getting Trey McBride for 3.3 or 3.4K or Evan Ingram for 4K or guys like Jake Ferguson for 3.6K. You know, you want Sam LaPorter, you got to pay 6,000. You want TJ Hawkinson, you got to pay 6,000. You want Trey McBride, you got to pay nearly 6,000. But um, given the lack of true spend up options that you're really trying to jam in this week. I think it's totally fine this week to pay the 5.7 for Trey McBride. Um, Ingram is another consideration can, um, given that for the same reasons that Ridley is in play with, say, Jones and obviously Christian Kirk being out. Um, and gets a great matchup as Tampa Bay is also bottom five in the league against opposing tight ends in terms of fantasy points allowed. Um, one other name I'll throw out there, uh, Tucker Craft has had has been really earning himself a nice role. Uh, 3,700 starting to get to the point where I'm not super interested, but... He's definitely uh, worthy of consideration, I would say. I, like if you if you showed up to Tucker Craft with your tight as your tight end in your cash game, I wouldn't love it. I wouldn't love it, but I I consider depending on what else you did with it, I I could understand the argument, and I wouldn't take it a task too much over that. Uh, moving along to defense. I think the Jets at home, um, you know, going against Sam Howell, who isn't getting sacked quite as badly as he was at the beginning of the year when it was just an auto-click to uh, play whoever was going against Washington. It was a guaranteed five, six sacks every week. I still think the Jets have enough defensive talent to take advantage of the Washington offensive line. And the price is right at 3100 uh, The Cleveland Browns are always a consideration for me. I still think their defense is super talented. They get a matchup with Case Keenum this week. Um, Miles Garrett is going to be on the hunt. And for only $300 more, you know, those are certainly... Uh, worthy of consideration as well. Taking a quick look at any others. Uh, the Eagles going against the Giants. I think that's a big defensive line versus offensive line mismatch. Uh, the 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say the Packers. I'm not going to say the Packers. I thought about it, but I'm not going to say the Packers. I'd say the Jets, who have a great defensive line, offensive line mismatch, are are the preferred target at 3,100. But I could also be talked into Cleveland at 3,400. Oh, God, Packers are the most expensive defense. That's that's outrageous. That's outrageous. Um, don't ever, Don't do that. Please don't do that. Please promise me, you guys, you will not show up to a tournament or to a cash game line with the Packers defense just because it's Carolina. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. Keep it. Keep your head on the swivel. Go Jets. Go Browns. Uh, if you want to spend down, I don't, uh, Titans at home against Seattle. I guess would be my pick of the litter, but I don't really love any of them. Chicago at home against Arizona for 2,800 or Titans for 2,600. But if you're paying 2,800 for the Bears, right, this is like where people are like, oh, well, I want to try and spend under 3,000. Like if it makes, if you absolutely need the $300, like fine, but. Try and find the $300 and just pay for the Jets, right? Like, I don't know. The Bears are fine. They're fine. You know, they're much improved since the season has gone on. All right, so that's a a rundown of who are my favorite cash game plays at each of the positions. I, I talked about a couple GPP plays you could go to. Um, My... Favorite GPP stack of the week this week. Um, There aren't a ton of games that I love. I mean, look, look, there's only nine games to pick from, right? Um, Indy in Atlanta is not really something I'm looking to get into. Green Bay and Carolina is not something I'm really looking to get into. Jets and Washington's not something I'm looking to get into. Cleveland, Houston is it's fine. The Dallas guys are kind of expensive as well as Miami, and the defenses are pretty good. Um, yeah, so I think it might be a little popular, but I think the Bears in Arizona is what I'm looking towards. Something like a Fields, DJ Moore, Trey McBride stack with the McBride bring back. Uh, certainly viable there. Um, bum, bum, bum. And I know I just said you could go Tennessee defense, but I think you could get away with doing a Seattle stack. And bringing it back with DeAndre Hopkins, uh, just no, not a lot of ownership. No one's going to be playing any Tennessee stuff. So if you want, if you wanted to bring it back with Traylon Burks, if you wanted to bring it back with Jig at the tight end spot, you could certainly do that. Um, and no one's really playing Seattle. The total's pretty low at forty-one and a half. So, but. 
We've seen Seattle start to turn it up on offense a little bit. They've got some attractive pieces to pair Geno with, whether you want to go Lockett, whether you want to go Metcalf, whether you want to go JSN. Um, they're all reasonably priced. But my favorite is a Bears stack this week with the Trey McBride bring back. Um, they are in the cash core as well, but I just think it's uh, it's a really great environment. It's a good matchup. And you can just try and get a little different elsewhere, right? So say you went with that stack, I probably wouldn't include Jonathan Taylor on that team or Rashad White. I would probably look to go with something like Tony Pollard or Travis Etienne going against Tampa Bay or Aaron Jones going against Carolina, Um, something like that. Definitely not Ty Chandler. You want stay away from the chalky running backs, the other chalky or pieces like um, I probably wouldn't be throwing Dontavian Wicks into that lineup as well, especially if I'm or Calvin Ridley. Just the the other cashy game type pieces that I mentioned. Like, so if you went more, DJ Moore, Justin Fields, Trey McBride, bring back, you know, you could get away with like a Justin Jefferson, but that's where I might try and sneak in a CD Lamb or the Tyreek Hill play or Amon Ross St. Brown going against Minnesota or Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, some, something like that. Um, what are, you know, Amari Cooper? Although we don't play Amari Cooper on the road, so I take that back. Um, if you're ready to get hurt by Josh Downs again, you know, I don't know if I can do it. He's been under 10 DraftKings points since week eight every week. And he just continues to break my heart. But no Michael Pittman. But, um, yeah, Drake London, right? Something like that. Uh, mix in a few of those guys. Just don't play all the other cash game pieces that I mentioned with that same stack. And then to round things out, let's briefly talk about the three-game Monday slate. Um, bring that up real quick on here. So we get the three games for Christmas Day. We get we get up. We get the Chiefs and the Raiders. We get the Eagles and the Giants, and of course the nightcap of Baltimore and San Francisco. Um, you'll be shocked to know that Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> 